0: welcome back to the mandarin blueprint podcast i am here with yan who has kindly agreed to chat with us about his experiences on the mandarin blueprint method and we were chatting just before the call yan and you were saying that you wanted to learn chinese just out of pure curiosity fascination with the language so tell me a little bit more about that
1: yeah actually um i'm already speaking three languages so um yeah, first of all, hi Phil. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm already speaking three languages. Two of them uh, are native languages, and then there's English, obviously. Um, so I'm German, half French, um, and I think for uh, like like ten years, I've asked, I've been asking myself, okay, which is going to be the next language I learn, right? And it was like Russian or Spanish, right? You know, I'm European, so. Um, don't reach sure. too far, right? Um, but and yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of funny, but um, the, those languages actually get get excluded just because of a rolling R, because I just happen to not be able to to pronounce oh. that, right? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, although I really tried to write for, for for ten years or something, but it's just not possible, right? Or yeah, not sure. really. I mean, I, I can technically do it, but it it sounds like okay. He really needs to force force himself, and it, it's not fun mm-hmm. to speak like that, right? Right. Right. Um, and then just like um, maybe a year ago, I, I more and more realized, okay, you know, I mean, I knew China was really getting big. And then, uh, yeah, but then, then at some point it, come, it came to me, okay, but China could actually be a good, good candidate for a new language, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Chinese, I mean. And uh, and then also, um, I think the, the thing that most motivated me besides just want to learn a new Language was that there is so, there's so different pictures drawn of China and in the West and in China itself. And, you know, you get so, so, and not only different pictures, but the way they differ, like, like they are way off, right, Mm -hmm. from each other. Um, And I just, um, it's just very interesting. It would be super interesting to, for me to see both pictures, right? Right. Um, Yeah. But anyway, it's just, in the end, it's just for fun, right?
0: sure sure well one a a question i always have so i guess you know you now you know three languages working on a fourth what have you found has been the biggest benefit to knowing multiple languages
1: yeah well obviously speaking them you know when i when i meet somebody who speak who speaks french in in a a shop and has a problem I, i can just help him or them um yeah so that's yeah kind of kind of nice i don't actually i i mean i need uh English every day right in in uh in my job and I hope I will need chinese at uh, some someday but it's it's gonna be a bit longer i think until I need it because i am working for a startup and they are also like expanding to to the to the Asian market but yeah for a developer i'm a software developer by the way. For us to do, but to 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 be able to speak the Chinese in his job in his job, that's gonna take a bit long, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Well, I will say this: you know, Chinese. When it comes to after you've built your foundation, learning more technical things, I think is actually easier than some other languages because if you know the characters, like say you know the three thousand most important characters, and then maybe another like two or three hundred that are more specific uh the way that they uh label things so like i'll read the back of say like the ingredients or something on a box and they'll have chemical compounds in it but i can sort of get what they are they much better than i could with english so with english there's all these chemical terms Uh, this is just obviously it's not uh programming although programming can be similar uh, I find that a lot of the different Chinese commands around a computer are very easy to understand if you know the characters. Um, but I was reading these chemical compounds, and I thought if I were going to learn chemistry, I'd rather learn it in Chinese than I would in English because there wouldn't be – the terms would be easier to grasp mm-hmm. right off the bat. So you might find it's easier than you think when you get to that level. But, of course, building the foundation does take a while. Um, yeah, but, uh, not, not that you t- Yeah.
1: Yeah, now that you say that, actually, uh, I, I came across some some uh, like open source uh, projects that were purely in, in in Chinese, right? And I was super interested. I I first of all I was like, to be honest, I was a bit disgust, Like, oh man, the standard language for software development is English, and so on. And and then it, they they just it's, everything is Chinese. Nobody understands it except except Chinese, and and the very rare people happening to to speak Chinese. Um, but yeah, maybe that is something. Right um there's actually quite some popular open source projects that are documented in chinese um, mainly um, yeah,
0: maybe yeah yeah so that that could be interesting for you um the what and i i I want to clarify on that question a little bit I mean yeah certainly knowing multiple languages will help you communicate directly with people who speak that language. I was more thinking in terms of like have you noticed any change in your um Sort of thinking about things. Has learning different languages helped you look at problems differently, or or think about, you know, um, how you're gonna, you, just simple things like maybe how you plan your day or something? Have you noticed anything like that?
1: Oh, how plan? How oh, you mean? You mean by learning? No, actually, I'm I'm really like oh, I need to do my Anki. When am I gonna do it? Oh, I'm just having fun doing it now or during my lunch break or in the evening. I don't actually care. I just mm-hmm. find the time um right, right, regarding right. thinking structures um i've always gr- grown up in a, i've grown up in a family where where actually we decompose language a lot right uh, so my, my mother had to learn <clears throat> uh, french and she had just like those self-made-up rules for the language for the grammar for for everything and also even for german she was really really uh analyzing her own language my father also had to learn uh, german obviously so um Actually, that's something I, I grew up with, but it's super nice to see that in, in Chinese too, and in, especially in Chinese, with all that uh, all those compound words made up of two characters, and everything kind of makes sense, even if you have to, a little bit to think about it. But you, you learn a lot about the philosophy of the language um, just by learning the language, just by learning the writing systems, uh, systems, but especially like like a, uh, a sheep. A a large sheep is beautiful, right? That's Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. yeah. That says something. Something about the 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 story, right? Um,
0: Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I find that um, Chinese has definitely made it easier for me to um, categorize things because it's a super categorical language. So many things are, uh, you know, you have your basic idea, and then they just add modifiers onto that idea. And sometimes the idea is so basic that it's even more basic than what I had in English. So it's like, Mm. it's pretty cool because where they, you know, we need to categorize things to some degree to be able to think at all. But on the other hand, uh, our categories aren't necessarily objective. It's not like, well, this is the category for all humans in all places. Another set of humans might have defined the category border somewhere differently. And so having both English and Chinese for that has certainly helped me and I, I i was you know i was curious if that was a similar thing with um you know maybe french german and english but I, i'm sure that you'll find that to be the case with um chinese as well um but uh yeah. yeah by the way i was watching uh the netflix show dark recently and it was just making me want to learn german i don't know if you've seen it but, <laughs> okay uh, it's all in german it's uh, uh i was just i love how german sounds um
1: so yeah you okay. know If you you want to talk about films uh, I'm very much the wrong person I don't look I don't watch TV at all no Netflix nothing it's just it's actually some something um, that that makes um, creating movies a bit difficult because I have not consumed any mainstream media for for a very long time Um,
0: yeah yeah well i mean you can always go back to childhood or you can just go from memory because it's like it doesn't have to like obviously if you weren't watching tv you were doing something else so then you'll have Mm -hmm. more memories of other stuff so it's like what's nice about the mnemonic uh sort of visualization techniques is that there really is always a path it's just you have to figure out where the path is and then find that sort of neural structure that's already set up but there's almost always a way around it um yeah. okay cool so so you were wanting to learn chinese you're just uh you know curious about the next step um and so how did you then find mandarin blueprint had you looked for anything before uh finding us
1: um yeah actually i, I looked up I, I started on youtube obviously um just mm. or and, and and google by uh, and and i looked for for chinese courses um and I don't actually know how I found Mandarin. I think it was an ad, uh, maybe even on YouTube. I don't know if you do something if you do ads on YouTube. Um, we might have but at some point. <laughs> it feels like it was an, an ad. At least I, I, I remember myself getting to to the website and and thinking, oh man, this this really sounds interesting. It's like you know I'm. I have seen some of your, your previous case studies and and, uh, and 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 you already already said that that uh, IT guys like structured things and yeah and that is really what happened yeah, and it yeah. was like oh man these guys really have a system they really have have worked on something that is that seems really structural right structured mm-hmm. and um, has scientific evidence and uh, that this working with with SRS seems really really good. Actually, I, I had not worked with SRS before, so space repetition. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it made all sense, and I, had, I was in, right, for the 40 days, 14 days trial, and then, yeah, I bought yeah.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like, it's, you know, it's fun to hear that, even though, you know, obviously, that's what we're going for. <laughs> we want people to understand that it's a, the type of thing where you can take the difficulty out of Chinese if you just break it down. Like it's almost like really it's kind of true of anything, but uh, there's no individual step that's so like I can't wrap my head around a horizontal line and combining it with another one. Like it's like they're pretty simple steps. It's just that, you know, there's so many of them because it's this this different written language. So that being the case, we just want to take away the fear factor, I guess. It's like you look at Chinese and you go, how on earth could I do that? And it's like, well, we've laid out a path that gets you, you know, I mean, I'm working on the advanced course right now. And it's really fun because I can tell that like in, first of all, I've gotten better at like analyzing the language. And so I'm faster at it. And then I can also go, uh, I can also see that, we're going to be able to get it to the point where there's literally nothing else that you need. I mean, like obviously other tools, other online tools are great. And I'm definitely not suggesting that you should only use Mandarin blueprint, but we're going to get it to the point where theoretically all you would need is Mandarin blueprint. And then you could just read native Chinese materials and you wouldn't need anything yeah. else. So like that is like, I guys nerd out on that. And then I just go, Hey, other people like realize that this is what we're doing. We're setting it up. So you just, walk this, walk the path only. You don't have to do any other extra research. I mean, we're not quite there yet. I don't feel like at the end of the intermediate course you can quite read, uh, you know, native Chinese content uh, quite yet. I mean, you can, but, like, you'll have a lot of stuff you don't get. But then by the end of the advanced course, it'll be, you know, there's barely anything you won't be able to read.
1: By the way, there's something else that actually, uh, like, like dragged me to to wandering because there I I don't – uh call it by their, don't call it we call them by their names but um there was another another main like main play on the on the chinese cause market that i, that I started i had a a, a trial period with and it was just like okay well we will start with with some some um some sentences and also with counting from zero uh, zero to ten and and to basically 100 and the, that was all nice and fine but the, the, the problem was that Um, they didn't introduce the pronunciation so I was like what am I freaking doing right I had really no idea what I was doing it was just like okay I have to reproduce those those sounds but I don't Mm -hmm. know how right I don't know if I get it right there's no no clue about it
0: represents yeah yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah and and then uh during during your let's say ad video right uh, you said that that you have a thorough introduction to the pronunciation and how
0: important it is and i was just like
1: yeah exactly
0: right, right <laughs> that's right that's exactly yeah. what i want right um, yeah that's definitely true of any language that that getting a grasp on the most important syllables is is such a huge help in the early days and then in mandarin it happens to be that it's possible to learn all of it in such a in a relatively short period of time because it's not from a syllabic perspective it's not that big of a language obviously from a character perspective it's huge but like the fact that that's possible is um different than other languages you know english has like sixteen thousand syllables so it would be inadvisable to just be like let me learn all the syllables first you know it's better Mm -hmm. to you know learn some things and then move into the uh the actual learning of the content and figuring it out as you go but in the case of Mandarin, there's only 420 unique syllables, so it's like, and then half of them are easy to say. So it's like, all right, well then let's uh, just get right into you know the hard ones, and then from there everything becomes a lot easier. And I, you know, I wish I had learned that lesson myself when I started with uh, Mandarin. Like I fixed my pronunciation problems now, but I had to kind of like do it a few years in where I'd like made several mistakes and I was saying certain things wrong and I just didn't know certain things. And, uh, it made it a lot harder to like uproot. There's this Chinese word gun mm. which is like uh, to root, to like pull up by the roots. And, uh, that's mm. what it felt like to fix my pronunciation problems. So I was glad that Luke, you know, put together that course cause it made a huge difference for, uh, even me, but certainly the people on our course. Um, so you so you did the pronunciation course uh and then you moved into the sort of mnemonic visualization for learning individual characters so uh tell me about your experience doing that you know because that's not something that is necessarily like had you had any experience doing mnemonics before
1: uh no actually i mean yes uh technically, obviously, right? Everybody yeah. uses them somewhere, but not in, in such a systematic way, absolutely not. So I right. was always interested, I was, for, for years, I had been interested in that, that memory palace uh, thing when I when I heard that there's something I get. Um, and I was really like, I didn't actually know it was memory palace that you that you were doing um and when i found out that this is actually the thing that i always wanted to find, investigate in, uh, i was very happy that actually oh, i'm yeah. now using it right yeah but in the end no i had no experience
0: right right so, so so you know as you were doing it were you skeptical at all
1: um yeah actually no not at all um okay. i was i thought i thought I mean, I had I had already um, heard people speak very well of it, right? Like, for mm-hmm. example, um, medicine students who learned the anatomy of the of the human body with with it. I don't know how, it, how they do it, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. I was quite sure it it, it was going to work. It was actually I found it quite hard. I think there was there was one comment actually in in one of the the earlier lessons where I was like, I made actually a film out of like a movie out of my 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 frustration like I, it it took me literally i think several days to come up with a movie scene in the end i was just like okay my actor is standing in that kitchen right and 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 shouting at me okay you're gonna take years for this movie right just <laughs> give up right and the end and, but the, the thing was the the extra character was was year right yeah so, yeah um,
0: that's actually I don't know one if of the you're... trickier characters in the early stage uh of the course so it's not like that that makes sense of course it's it's weird because there's all these meta skills that you're building as you go through it uh including your ability to do the movie method at all so like if it's the 14th time you're doing it you're still brand new you know you're it's like Mm -hmm. you're still getting the hang of everything and then when it's the 2000th time you've done it you're so quick you can't believe it like you're just like i've already got it like it's 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 wild how fast you can get at the end because you're just like you see the elements and you just have to put them in your head and then you just go like sometimes it just you don't even feel like you're trying to do it it's just like you're discovering it it's like okay there's the scene because you're you train your brain to like open up, open itself up to itself almost it's kind of mm. meta that, in that way but it's like you switch into this idea where you just go okay clearly i have past experiences that relate to the raw concept here so mm. I just need to attach the Chinese to it. And your brain kind of gets the hang of it after a while. So like that was at character 14. Was there a point where you realized like that you were getting better at it?
1: Um, Yeah, actually quite late. I think it was way past character hundred or so. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I I took quite long to actually get the, the, the technical things nailed. Um, So really Mm -hmm. like, Oh man, this is that, that pre, prefix or um, initial and, and therefore I am there and it's that that um, how do you say um, that actor mm-hmm. um, but in the end now now it's, it's just like, okay that place that actor the, the, those props what I'm gonna and, uh, am I gonna do with that keyword right and that's cu- super cool right the, the development is, is I don't know why it took so long but I think it's like perfectionism do you say that in English like sure um, yeah uh, so I know the feeling. yeah so it's just like oh man i need to come up with a perfect scene right i need to memorize this somehow right but you in in the end you still you've got anki right and even if your if your scene is just like absolutely not spectacular right um it's still gonna stick right even if if it takes twice as long as twice as long as still good right Um, yes Yeah, yeah absolutely so that's something i actually changed i changed my my like my my quality assurance uh internally like yeah uh,
0: yeah i know exactly what you mean
1: huh?
0: yeah that perfectionism so, is a, uh, for, it's a killer sorry you were saying
1: yeah uh, especially when you when when i mean you it, it's actually a very good thing that you that you actually actually make sure that you actually describe things that make um, movies stick more like 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 memes or stuff you've seen in movies and and like special effects and so on but but i actually i have never I've been, as I told you, I've just uh, always in, in all my life, I've, I've tried to keep my, my brain just like, like clean, right? Because I actually need a lot of, a lot of um, like, like creativity for my job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I don't know if it, this is really the, the, like, 100%, working right but it's, mm-hmm. it's just the way I, I approached it right and mm-hmm. so I don't have so many references and it just it just but I, I I found out in the end that actually it it's just okay to have just a regular scene even if it, it doesn't make sense like for example for um for for go um like mm-hmm. right I've got the mm-hmm. scene that I've got a pot of soil right and I've got a musical triangle under it and I've got the queen saying oh, and now walk Right, and that thing just starts to walk, and that's it. Right, it's just like mm-hmm. totally ridiculous. Doesn't make sense, but it's um... so. Previously, I would have been like, "Oh man, that's a terrible scene. I can't do that." It's, mm. but now I say, "Okay, doesn't make so you sense." Remember it? Right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that happens all the that's time. It. It's annoying almost. It's like you, you, you think. I should come up with something better than this and it's so simple and you just remember it forever. And then there's other ones where you go, that scene was the greatest scene. I'm going to remember that. Mm. And then like within two minutes you're like, wait, what was, what was Arnold Schwarzenegger doing? And so like, it's kind of like that, that always happens. So it's, um, that's part of the reason, like, you know, and I, I empathize a lot with the perfectionistic perspective on Mm. this. Um, especially at the layer of like, uh, you know, sentences and grammar when you get into that, because I was like that when I was learning um, Chinese and I went to university and I tried to just use university to like answer my study questions. Cause I mostly was doing my own system, which, you know, was part of the nascent form of Mandarin blueprint, but I would go in and I'd be like, why is it like this? And the teachers would always try to answer and whatever. But then it took me a long time to understand that it was like you're not going to figure this out intellectually. You know, you're going mm. to figure this out emotionally, You know what, by reading stuff, by you know, watching stuff, mostly by reading stuff in my case, because um, mm. I just like reading and I like reading Chinese a lot. And it, that just was what finally changed it for me. It was like, it's actually kind of a waste of time to think about why, because all that time you spend thinking about why, you could just be getting more input. And you could just be reading more stuff and you could. And then what's funny is that I answer people's questions like all the time. And I say, well, you don't really use this word in this context. You use it in that context. But the reason why I know is just because I read a lot. It has nothing to do with learning it in the past. I never went like, well, in this case, you say me. And in this case, you say. Chang, and in this case, you say. Jiu. No, I, not that. It's just like I've just seen the mm. words enough times and so it's that's another area of perfectionism and we have a few people on the course and i I like them they'll just like always ask like wait shouldn't it be like this or shouldn't it be like that as if the chinese language is based on their current understanding of it you know what i mean like it's like you just didn't know you could do it like that yet now you do so just keep going Mm -hmm. keep reading you know and so um and with the hands of movie method as well you know I finally at a certain point figured it out. I was like, oh, just, just make stuff, just make stuff up. And then Anki will pick up the mistakes. Anki will clean up for you and go, actually for these 15 characters, what were you thinking? That was, that was not so good. And you go, okay, let me redo it. But the thing is you're redoing it built on something that you already had. Like you already built your framework of the scene and you go, I did, it wasn't memorable enough though. So let me make sure Let me make the prop, flaming and bright and giving off heat so that I remember it better and then you know next thing you know you got it so yeah I definitely empathize with that side of things um, yeah cool Yeah. how far are you into the course now again
1: um, character 178 or something yeah okay so well, you're not very far. to
0: read some sentences then I suppose uh, how yes is actually
1: um, it's quite hard <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah. really, uh, uh, at least, uh, uh, especially when when you when you are uh, like like shoot the first, I don't know how many sentences to uh, to to us. I mean, mm-hmm. the the first time, the first batch of sentences that we, that that people in, in in the course get is is quite large, intentionally, mm-hmm. right? If I get it right, so yeah. um, that was qu- kind of a hard landing right because uh, then you realize okay i know the characters by themselves like individually but making up uh, like reading sentences is a a totally different story oh yeah um so i have to be honest i I just um i read some sentences from time to time but i concentrate more on the on the characters at the moment just because that's perfectly
0: fine Yeah, that's Um, totally fine. You can take them at different paces. That's why we put the uh, sentences in the second half of each level. So if you want, you can just be like, all right, I want to stay in the character learning mode. I mean, eventually mm. you got to do it. But like, what's nice is that if you just learn characters and words for a while, then you go back to the sentences and what some of the the words that we call top-down words aren't top-down anymore because you've learned the characters Mm, and words by jumping ahead. It's perfectly fine to do that. I mean, like, the beginning of phase three is when it's the hardest, obviously. I mean, it's like the beginning of phase four is when it's the hardest to read long form content and you know, so forth and so on and so forth. But uh, it's totally fine. Like I learned 1500 characters before I learned any kind of uh, anything more than that. Like I, that was a weird thing for me to do. I think that I was kind of in the minority by doing that, but I just was like, eh, I'll learn words and grammar and stuff later. I know I got to learn these characters. It's like learning the ABCs of Chinese. So I'll just learn all these characters. And I learned 1,500 characters from the Heizig book before he had come out with part two. So I had to stop for okay. a while. And then I went back and was like, okay, let me learn how to like use these characters. But uh, it's perfectly fine to go ahead with the characters. But, you know, like look at the sentences with like some curiosity. Just kind of see if you can understand them. Yeah you know, like, I think people get a little stressed about them and it's like, there's no need to get stressed. Just sort of like, look at them, see, what see if you can make sense of it. If you can't, it's okay. Cause you will, you're going to have sentences are infinite. You're going to have a million opportunities to later sort of get how the sentence is structured. And so, yeah, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. There's actually two things. Um The first thing is um I, I actually started uh, when I do sentences, I, I started just uh, just getting the the like the sentences filled. They are those how, how do you say that holes in the sentences, right? Yeah, the closed delete and on, on the flashcard, close delete, right? Um, actually, I, I don't do that. I just look at the, the complete sentence because uh, that just adds a bit of a, a diff, more an additional difficulty. I just want to sure don't want to have at the moment. Also, uh, and also it, are they. They are read to me. So that's also good, very nice. So really, it's, it's just like not getting the whole like how do you say that? Um, you know, like taking the whole step at once. Just like um, a little little small yeah. help. Sure. Um, and and also um, I've sometimes I I I've, I've felt a little bit at the beginning. I felt so stressed about the those sentences that I I just thought thought to myself. Okay, you know, I'm more interested in the characters at the moment and why not just follow what i'm interested, interested in and it, i know for myself that there will be the time where i will just like sucking up all the sentences just because i'm so interested in them right um mm-hmm. i've learned that that actually following your interest is more important than following a system um yep. sometimes absolutely um, yeah and therefore i'm just i'm quite relaxed about it yeah,
0: yeah although I I, that, uh, well, sorry go ahead
1: I, yeah although sometimes I, i'm just like oh man I've started taking some very few courses, um, in like, 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 uh, on italki and I'm like, okay, I am not currently not able to make up the most simple sentences. Right. Um, it feels a bit mm-hmm. weird, but, um, yeah, it's just well, the way yeah, I'm interested I mean, in it.
0: If you're only 170 characters in and you're also not putting a lot of emphasis in the sentences, then that's completely to be expected. Like you have to get yeah. A lot of input before you can reasonably expect to have something to say because it just it just takes um your brain it has to pattern recognize the structures of sentences a bunch of times and there's a lot of different sentence structures so like each one it's got to recognize it like 10 to 20 times before mm. it, it there's like a it's almost like a key in a lock that like it's like there's the pattern, there's the pattern, there's the pattern. And then suddenly it figures out like, oh, this is a common pattern. And it kind of happens all at once uh, where you realize, oh, I could put a noun there or I could put an adjective there. I could put any adjective there or whatever. And Mm -hmm. you eventually kind of figure that out, but it's a, it's unconscious. It's not like you have a moment where you figure it out like consciously, but secondly, you need a lot. Like it's a, you know, to be really fluent in the language, you need like millions of sentences, but like, to get to like conversational fluency it's still you know certainly a lot more than you have so far but like you know that's why you just keep going you just keep adding a little bit each day the question you just got to ask yourself is whether or not the thing that you're doing is advancing you or not and if you're learning a character of course that's advancing you you have to learn the characters so like it's uh, perfectly reasonable to follow your um uh your interest in that way and like it's only natural that if you do that enough You'll eventually be like, well, I want to start using these a bit more, and so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the we used to um entirely integrate the uh, sentences and the characters, and we made a decision I think about six months ago now to separate them out, so that people could do that, so that people could just focus on the characters and the words alone, and then leave the sentences for later. And they're they're already separated out into different flashcard decks. So if you like, you can just avoid the vocab and context decks for the time being. But yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's really cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. I I feel like also uh, you you changed um, something in the in the extra course. Like you you changed the the order so people can first of all concentrate on the on the characters and then in the end, uh, concentrate on the on the sentences, which mm. seems a bit, I mean, there's a pro and con, obviously, but this mm-hmm. for, for for both sides, for the both ways to do it, because in the end, you're just like, okay, I finished this, 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 this level, right? And for me, it's just like, oh, and now I have to review all those sentences, right? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's good the way it is. It's really good the way it is. And yeah, well, uh, old, and I,
0: old... yeah go ahead.
1: And I'm totally relaxed with, with however I know I know what's what I'm missing. I know what I still have to review. Um it's it's all really, really well laid down, laid down. And the only thing is um so I, I really trust that I will get interested interested in it at the at the right time. I mean, I'm one of the most slow learners on your platform, probably. Um but um I know that you know, even if you if you do it at a very slow pace, steadily, you're gonna get there.
0: Right. Oh yeah. I mean, like, it's like you're, you're, you're a relatively young guy. So like you got, even if it took you 10 years, you still have a lot of life left after that to, to be able to use Mandarin. So like, that's another element to it. Like we always have to think in terms of like, what could the fastest person, how fast could somebody do it mm -hmm. so that we can, you know, think about it that way. Cause you know, that that's good for marketing and stuff. But like, yeah, we, that's not really like what we're, that's not the spirit of what we're trying to do it's just but there's also like the reality of like people are comparing things and like technically you could if you spent eight hours a day on mandarin blueprint and it was like your main focus in life you could get through the whole thing in you know it it would be the type of thing that you're like people say you can't pass the highest hsk test in x number of years and then somebody using mandarin blueprint could probably do it but then it's like but that's not who cares. Like, so you got it in two years, as opposed to four years, as opposed to six years, you still have years and years of speaking Mandarin in your life. Mm. So it's like, um, when you get to the, you know, quote unquote finish line is, is sort of a, a moot point. I I think it's just, it's just that you're making progress, but, um, yeah. So, okay. So let's talk. I want to ask you a little bit about some of the other elements of the course that are a bit more sort of interactive. So, um, you know, I learned Mandarin from a book called Remembering the Simplified Hanzi, which was fine. But if I didn't understand something that Heisig said, it just there's not much. There's just a book. I could email him, I guess, and see if he gets back to me. But, uh, you know, the Mandarin Blueprint's different. We have comments on every video. We have a community forum. We have, um, you know, a weekly podcast uh, and things like that. So how have you experienced the sort of community aspect of the course in that way?
1: Um actually two things. the first thing is um, I really like your responsibility know uh, oh, how do you say it responsiveness so um, even from of you two guys, I'm sometimes really amazed that that actually I post a comment and like one hour later it's already answered right um, regarding the community, I hardly use it at the moment the, the forums that's uh, probably I don't know sure. why. Uh, but i th- i think i think it's just because the the, the course is just that way made right uh, there's no not many open questions left um and if so um the, well there's so many comments um like below every lesson um mm-hmm. that most of the time it's just already answered right mm. and if not i just post a question and it's answered so it's that's i'm very happy with it right yeah so most yeah, of the time there's like, no, no t- open questions.
0: Of thing, you no not it builds up over a long period of time. Like we answer lots of questions and we, you know, I still view it as like, this is integral to the course because, uh, Mm. you know, we don't know exactly what's missing. Like we, we do remember being beginners, but you, you always have that thing when you're already advanced building a course where you're like, yeah, they'll just get this. And then you're like, Oh no, no, it's not so obvious. And then somebody asks a question and then we make it, you know, clear, we clear it up there. And, uh, that when we first started doing that of course there were lots of open questions so it's kind of cool to hear you say that. i mean I, there are still a lot of open questions i'm sure um mm. uh, considering that we do get lots of questions coming in every day but that's nice to hear from uh <laughs> from somebody yeah
1: yeah actually i mean obviously i mean uh if, if you if you have troubles coming up with the scene um still sometimes happens you just go uh, scroll down and say oh that's actually a good idea and that's it right it's just that simple um so i really like the comments section um have to say
0: yeah a lot of people have paid it forward because they're just leaving their scenes and like you know it's theoretically it's slowing them down you know to write it out and make a comment but they're willing to uh help other people that are coming along the way it's very uh it's it's just it's great i'm i'm super um we're we're very grateful for everybody's uh interaction and so we're just going to try to keep facilitating that as we move forward um now uh obviously we don't want to just be like the mandarin bluer method is perfect doesn't have any problems like i'm sure that there are I- areas where we can improve uh do you have any uh suggestions for how we can improve the course
1: um yeah um i i, I made some not- notes for for <laughs> that um so um um yeah, I I think there's there's one one small like puzzle piece uh, missing, and that is actually basic conversational uh, sentences. I, I think somewhere in the course, like in the pronunciation mastery, or um, in in phase two or three, or mm-hmm. you could actually go with a very very fair amount, uh, like little amount of, of top down sentences. It's just like okay, how am I going to say um, how are you or um, mm-hmm. like like very very basic stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's just like I don't know maybe as, even as bonus lessons just like okay and 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 bonus I don't know Ankydex or, or what whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is the thing is that if I just take Mandarin blueprint the way it is and I'm at or one hundred fifty characters, it's yeah it's it's some sometimes you you you're there and your teacher asks you okay um when did you when did you stand up or, or what did you have breakfast today right and i'm just like can you repeat the sentence (laughs) yeah 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 um yeah definitely
0: but when you build bottom up you sometimes i mean that's the advantage of top-down learning right sometimes you need to know where the toilet is and that's so you know you gotta ask be able to ask that question uh and but then you know obviously all this stuff does eventually come up but it's like we Mm. build it that way so yeah basically your suggestion is to get more high-frequency spoken content in the course earlier uh you know this is something that we've um given a a bit of thought to and Mm. uh i think it's a way that we can start to improve phase three so like we have all these long-term plans um obviously the main focus at the moment is building out the advanced course um because that's going to get people to the point where they can you know learn on their own but we also recognize that each one of the phases uh, is going has like areas where we are planning to improve things, like, and that's kind of in the vein of what we're thinking of with phase three. So, like, in phase three, we want to put a we want to go through all the sentences again and see if we can get rid of any that have too many top down words and replace them with better sentences. So we're going to do like an audit of the sentences, but then secondly, to do a bit more like holding your hand through the sentences, and then maybe even taking your suggestion and tangenting into like, okay, here's a simple sentence and here's how you might use that in a simple conversation, you know? Mm. Um, so, uh, the, of course that the, the tricky thing about that is that can quickly lead to people starting to, um, I guess like there's so many tangents that can come from that. Right. And the tangents, if they're all top down, it becomes really hard to remember, mm. you know, like, cause uh, so, you know we'll have to we have to do that with caution, but I agree. I think that that's a good um, that's a good suggestion.
1: Yeah, actually, I I also thought about it and uh, and I thought okay, it's it's definitely not trivial to do that in a, in a manner that that is not like like giving a bad twist to the course, right? Because it's just, if it's only uh, like solely um, top down, then or even if it's only half top down, that, that's not like the like matching the the, the actual causes philosophy but um mm-hmm. yeah i think so you know if when i thought of, about it myself i was like okay what was what would be the the moment where I'm most open to it and I just like at the end of some 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 uh, level where you've got the bonus material and i was always like oh now it's like watching youtube right uh oh, bonus material right and, and mm-hmm. so it's just like having having a fun time and and that would be actually the the, the best moment for me personally right where, where i would be open to okay now it's just going to be something completely different like oh let's learn a few uh, top-down sentences i don't know right um, right
0: no yeah that could that could be cool like having sort of uh some bonus bonus videos and we yeah like emphasize that this is not like specifically a part of the method i mean we'll we'll consider some things like have you learned some of the basic words for it but yeah yeah this is a good point and um mm. Yeah, something that uh, I think that will, like, w- you know, w- what happens with a Mandarin Blueprint learner compared to, say, a conventional learner is that, um, you know, at the beginning, the output element is like, I don't know, it's more like a hockey stick graph with with Mandarin Blueprint in the sense that it's going to be pretty low for a while Output wise, obviously, you're gaining lots yeah. of input and, and necessary knowledge, which is what leads you to be able to take off later. But that's kind mm. of after the foundation course is over where it even really becomes possible to to have start having tutoring sessions. And then but like when you have those tutoring sessions, we get a lot of people who report that they're like, oh, man, I started talking to the tutor and I I didn't even realize I had things to say. And then like they were able to say stuff but that's after level 36 so that you know, 592 yeah. characters in so during that time you know learning a few simple you know conversations might be a good idea there just being like hey um you know what time did you eat breakfast today i ate it at 6 30 like that type of thing just getting those basic stuff basic things down um that's a good I idea mean,
1: I- yeah actually now when, when, like like I feel like I'm I'm very near to it, it actually um for those basic sentences it's just that I need to practice them yeah mm-hmm. I, actually mm-hmm. it's not it's not sh- such a big thing yeah um right. I've got also other points it's just like um Kajabi sure. for how is it called Kajabi or what um, yeah for, Kajabi for, that I,
0: runs the course platform yeah
1: yeah for Android it's super slow I, I I know you probably can't do anything about it but um I I even use the like the web version of it on my phone because it's just right i can't use it on on my android yeah Um,
0: yeah the um when they came out with the app it didn't even work for our uh course because our course was too big uh which mm. is part of the reason that we cut it up into it wasn't the only reason we also wanted to sell the course separate courses separately if we wanted to but Mm. like we it used to be phases one two three four and five were all in one course and it was so big that the kajabi app just couldn't load it no matter what. So like one day we got an email saying, Hey, we have an app now from Kajabi. And we were like, okay, cool. That's, I, I guess we'll check it out. And then people started downloading it and then complaining to us that it didn't work. And we were like, well, it's never worked. You know, It's like, it's just this thing that Kajabi made and it never worked. And now it at least works. But yeah, I've heard other people on Android Uh, say that it's it's slow and like you know all unfortunately our only recourse there i mean it's the it's the advantage and disadvantage like the pro of having a resource like kajabi is that we pay a fraction of what it would cost to Mm. build our own thing but the disadvantage is something like this you know um, yeah exactly
1: so i i totally i totally get it and uh, i was i was thinking okay why don't they wear their their own app and then i was uh, going through it okay what would it mean I mean, I'm a software developer, and I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I was, it didn't take me a minute to know why not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we built the wireframes of an app uh, a few years ago, and, mm. uh, yeah, we brought it to these developers, and they were like, you're going to need a lot of money to make this. And we were like, okay, mm-hmm. well, maybe someday. We still have the wireframes. I mean, we're, we might end up building the app off of the new flashcard software that we're working on. Uh, we'll mm. see. You know, we'll have to see how functional it ends up being. But, um, but yeah, if you'd like to join the beta test on that, I can't remember whether you signed up for the beta test, but like we would love to have computer programmer uh, feedback on yeah. that stuff. So um, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just, it's, it's not that Anki is bad. Anki is actually great once you get used to it. But unfortunately, it it excludes a lot of people who aren't particularly tech savvy. And sometimes it has problems that Luke and I don't understand. Like we'll send out a new, anki deck to people and it'll be like it deleted my data and i'm like i don't know why <laughs> you know and so there will be uh yeah. where we need to switch to something else that's a little bit because anki is like a jack of all trades type of software that can do so much but it does so many things that we don't need it to do so it's like all that extra sort of programming is is just um it just confuses things um anyway that's a that's a separate issue so uh yeah sorry i did i didn't want to stop you did you have any more recommendations um
1: actually not not really i mean very small things uh not even worth mentioning like oh actually one one thing is um when you just described the codes uh, the tone sandy rules i i actually it took me quite long to actually figure out that the that the tone sandy rule for for, uh, for e is exactly the same as for boo um the and the only difference is, is when it's when it's used as a number so I right. I wonder if this would help others um, if it was just mentioned explicitly um I don't actually well, remember if it's
0: yeah I, I mean I guess you could say boo is naturally a fourth tone. so yeah mm. I guess it does kind of work like, boo in that sense but because e is naturally a first tone like like boo is not changing mm, yeah. when it comes before yeah. a first second or third so it's not really a tone sandy it's only when it comes before another fourth that it changes to second tone and yes mm. effectively e is the same in the sense that if it comes before first second or third it changes to fourth tone and but but you know it is actually a change because its natural tone is first Um yeah but I, yeah, like that's, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, all there. I, it's it's in. I, I just, I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I just wrote it in the comments. So if somebody's really like also struggling, he, he they, they probably will read the comments anyway. So, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: All right. Cool. Well, yeah, um, that's
1: most, most of, mostly it. I mean, I've got. Um, speaking of stuff to improve, actually not improve, but um, I was like, oh, actually yes, improve. Uh, on the on the on the website even as a, a subscribed member and even if, as a logged in member um it's it's just like um when i click on uh, uh like there's this login button and there's the 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 trial button um when i click on the trial button i get an email like you missed really you really missed out on, on something you just subscribe like oh, subscribe uh, to your free you trial go to
0: mandarinblueprint.com yeah,
1: yeah right yeah yeah
0: because com is basically just the front-end marketing of the course it's courses.mannerblooper.com that you want to go to because if you you go to courses.mannerblooper.com you'll skip all of that stuff uh but Mm, because you know and but that's good to know i'll uh i'll pass that along to luke that you get you had that um that happens to you just because um you know we uh we're always trying to figure out the right ways to market an online course. It's very complicated. And so sometimes we might overlook something like, Oh, look, a member is coming in and they're just constantly getting unnecessary emails. So yeah, we'll uh, I'll address that. But yeah, if you go to courses.mandarinblueprint.com library, cool. okay. that'll be, you can see yeah. over all that. Um, but That's yeah, cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh, all right. Um, well, final question then, would you recommend Mandarin blueprint to somebody looking to learn Chinese?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I just, um, I, I just, I, oh, there's actually so many things that I actually didn't yet say uh, about the course. Um, just like, for, I mean, I, I, I really like. I, I mean, I really like everything about Bandrun uh, Blueprint. Um, just because it's you know you just know that you will have success right it's just that 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 you can't fail that this is just like okay i can totally relax on it because if i imagine myself learning a, a different, in a different way i always would have to ask myself okay am i going to forget this uh, am i in the end going to be able to actually apply this and so on and and it's just it's just about uh, fearing to forget right and here it's mm. just like okay i'm never going to forget this so it's absolutely sure right and even if I forget something, Anki is going to tell me, right? It, and I had uh, to to make a like an how do you say that a, like a, a pause in learning. I had to pause for for one month actually. Mm-hmm. And when I come when I came back and thought, okay, now I'm I, now I have got the time uh, again, and I want to continue learning. I just took Anki, and it just um, like like brought me through the process of of getting back on track, and that's it, right? Just was I don't don't even have to think how to approach it. I just do anki that's it right mm-hmm. that is uh absolutely awesome um the pronunciation course is absolutely amazing i mean it's just it's just awesome right It's is i love it i love it that it's that's split up into several videos i like i lo- I like the, the the way you explain the pronunciation and and the, the level of detail because i'm really detail oriented especially when it comes to pronunciation mm-hmm. um, maybe not for English, <laughs> but uh, Fine. Um, the, the um, yeah, actually, it's just, it just all makes sense to me. Then and, and that is just the thing I like a lot. And that's why, I mean, I don't know many people learning Chinese, but if I come across somebody, definitely, it's going to be my blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, at the beginning, I was like, this guy need, uh, probably make a lot of money. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine yourself—you uh, you not not yet being uh, that successful. But I actually I still can't imagine Mandarin not being like a very big player in, the, in that like standard courses game.
0: Yeah, oh, um, yeah. Well, um, we're getting there. Now yeah, we're doing all right. Uh, you know, we're not like necessarily dominating the market yet, but I think it's on. Uh, you know, if I do say so myself, I think it's only a matter of time, because uh, it's uh, it's hard to get people to know about a thing, especially mm. like when it's kind of complicated. Like, w- what makes us better than most courses is hard to, you know, we we always are constantly trying to encapsulate it more and more, and just be like, it's it's this sentence or it's this short paragraph, I and mean, you know, we're always working on that, but it's tough to get people to understand why it's better than other things out there. Um, But that's why we do things like talk to uh, people who've been on the course and just, you know, constantly get new uh, people trying out the free trial. And, you know, I think it's just, uh, you know, like, like I said, we're, we're doing okay. Uh, We're just kind of um, in a place now, like, well, we're, you know, we're running this GoFundMe campaign to try to get the advanced course out sooner. And uh, luckily Mm -hmm. we tend to, have while our numbers are still relatively small compared to you know say the market leader uh the people who do do it are very loyal and so um they're very supportive so we're doing that to try to get the advanced course out sooner but my prediction is that by the end of this year um we're going to have a lot more people on the course and it's going to be pretty cool so uh yeah i'm looking forward to it so i mean um,
1: i, I I, I don't say that you you will dominate the market like oh this is the one course that actually like r- rules all others out or something um but um or if, do you say that in English like this I don't know uh, anyway um but I think it's it's going to be like one of the standard options right if you if you decide how sure. to learn how to approach a language is it's going to be like okay you can either go like the that course or a university or whatever and and there's also going to be maneuver blueprint at i would say something like top three in the list definitely like one of the standard options and that's i mean because it's not for everyone right obviously there's always preferences sure. in, in, with regards to learning
0: but yeah, even going tasia will struggle with our course they're, they're yeah people and who can't see things in their mind's eye um, mm, yeah you know so those types of people sure i mean like it's not it's not literally for everyone. I, I do say I do think that um, you know we do a lot of work on the frequency of of uh, characters and words, and so as a result, we're we're thinking a lot about um, you know what are the things that you must know if you want to learn Mandarin, and when are we how do you inter- introduce them in ways that relate to what you previously learned, and while there's no perfection in that, there is a lot of um, there's, it's like, I don't know, if, if you're going to switch from one character to another character that has nothing to do with the previous character, it's hard for me to think that that's like one person just learns better by having completely unrelated things next to each other, and another person mm. learns better having related things next to each other. It's like, that seems to me not true. It's like, no, people connect to related things. And so, yeah. I certainly, it's like also a generally true thing that people have different learning styles and so some things appeal and other things don't you know like some people are really really good well first of all some people are super smart and just can figure out their own way to learn a lot of things uh some people are super interactive they they learn best by like being really engaged with people you know and like in my case i'm a little bit shy naturally um and i'm kind of extroverted so it's like a bad combo <laughs> but i'm a little shy naturally so like i don't often want to just go up and start talking to people especially when they're it's not my native language so like i would struggle a lot with that type of learning like the super like um social like i'm just going to go over and try to talk to these people even though i don't know anything about their language and then they you know pick up on a few things i know a few people like that and i'm so jealous of them because uh, mm. it's like it's pretty awesome but uh but yeah, like I certainly, everybody's got their own learning style.
1: Yeah. So, but even uh, I, what, what I want to say is is uh, getting there is like like in the top three and in those standard uh, choices, if you want, that's that's such a huge accomplishment. And every time I look at your course, I'm I'm just like, oh man, how did they actually manage to put this together? This is just like so amazing. Um, I have to really congratulate congratulate you and. Uh, and yeah huge respect really it's i can i can or can't imagine the, the amount of work that went into it i don't know but um it's it's amazing really
0: just every day just make a little progress every day for five years and then it ends up being a lot of stuff so uh but yeah that's the same thing i would say to anybody learning mandarin just get a little bit better every day for many years and it's gonna be there for sure mm. so um, well, thanks so much, Yan. I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, anybody listening, check out mandarinblueprint.com. Start a free trial, no credit card required. And uh, also, if you're interested in helping us get the advanced course out faster, I'll leave a link to our GoFundMe uh, below. And uh, thanks again to Yan for the conversation. Yeah, thank you, too. See you. Bye-bye.